chapter 9, how to prepare to pray. And in our hearts, like Hebrews 13, 9 tells us, by our confessions, we establish things in us. If God gave to us in the new birth power, then we must establish this truth in our lives and in our hearts, like Hebrews 13, 9 tells us, by our confessions, we establish things in us. I have power in Christ, and of course, I have love in Christ. But as it seems, not all of us have seen the next spiritual fact. I have a sound mind in Christ. That truth we all need to work on more and more, that is, believing what God's Word tells us about our minds, and remember, the power of life being given to us in our hearts has broken the power of sin, or you can say freed us from the law of sin and death, like Romans 8.2 tells us which was blinding the very heart in us, and so also our mind's thinking. The spiritual fact that we, the inward man or heart, being now unveiled, we have a sound mind, or an ability to think safe or sound, like 2 Corinthians 3, 13-16 tells us. But that spiritual fact does not mean that our flesh and the sin nature in it is opened, or that it has been done away with. And of course, the thoughts which still can come from the flesh has not been changed either. We then need to define this area of a sound mind and explore its scriptural realities from the Word of God. Let's first define this word sound mind. This word is sophronismu. It is the genitive masculine singular noun. This Greek word which is written in 2 Timothy 1.7 and comes from the Greek noun sophronismos. Sophronismos in looking at this Greek noun, this word first has a mos noun suffix or ending. And this ending in the Greek language means this is an action noun. It is a noun with the emphasis upon an action described by it. Like the, the ending cis, very similar, but it's usually an abstract ending. Mos is the ending or the suffix that gives you a verb idea about a noun. So if we say in this way, or we say we have a sound minding, we are minding something in a sound manner. If we may say it this way, that is sound minding, we have a sound minded spirit or a sound minded heart because these statements are describing spiritual qualities. In 2 Timothy 1.7, he's describing spiritual qualities. God gave us in the new birth, and again, the idea that at the point of the new birth within us, our heart, as it tells us in 2 Corinthians 3.16, it says spirit in 2 Timothy 1.7, and that is in our human spirit, then at that point, the blinding effect is off your heart. But remember, we remember our past. Even though we are born again, we can say it this way, what damage has been done, it is already there. That is to say, what got into our minds already, that is in our mind from the past thinkings or the thoughts that we've entertained. This Greek word, sophronismos, comes from two Greek nouns. Sos, the word safe or sound, or, and also the noun frain. Sos, frain. So, sosophrain, sozophrain, the verb, is talking about a sound ability to view. This Greek literally means midriff, the word frame literally means midriff or diaphragm, the area around the heart. But it has always been one of the words used in the Greek language referring to the mind or thoughts or views. So 2 Timothy 1.7 is describing the new birth, is describing new birth qualities. 
which God gave to us in the new birth. God gave us power. God gave us love. And then God gave us the ability to think things sound or safe or have a sound view. We have a sound or safe view or a saved view, you might say. That is what sophron, the Greek word literally means in the Greek language to have a saved or safe or sound view. Or you could say it this way, a saved view ability or to think right. And that is in our human spirit by the new birth. We can see the same idea in Luke 24, 45, in the idea of the opening of their understanding, that they were able to understand the scriptures. When God opened their understanding in Luke, it says he opened up their their understanding. We could call it the heart. We could call it their spirit. But he opened up their understanding, and he opened up ours too. Now, this idea of our hearts being opened, our understanding being opened, And we can understand the scriptures then, or the truth of God. Remember, the Holy Spirit, or the Spirit of truth, is in us. This is a fact. He came in. But the job of the Holy Spirit is to lead us into truth, like John 16, 13 tells us. So that we can obtain the truth. We can have the truth in our hearts, inside of us. If we just say, I have the Spirit of truth, or I have the mind of Christ, and do not grasp that the truth needs to come from the Holy Spirit into us, into our human spirits, it won't benefit us. What was not able to be understood when we read the Bible, or if you read the Bible before, when the veil was upon the heart, causing blindness of thought, after the veil's removal, we can then understand the scriptures. I need to also note here the two words in Luke 45, First here, the first word, understanding, and the second word, to understand, which in English appears on the surface to mean the same thing, but these two words are not the same, nor do they come from the same Greek word. The first Greek phrase is thoroughly opened, and it uses the word tan nun. Tan nun, this is the accusative noun with the article of certainty, and this is the Greek noun for the word mind. Then this phrase states here, when the Lord thoroughly opened there the mind. The second statement tells us that have this idea which would follow the opening of the mind. Tu sunetnai. Of course, this first word is also an article, and the second word is the present infinitive active verb. And, similar to the English language, the infinitive verb being a verbal noun describes the intended a purposed intention of thoroughly opening the mind. And here, meaning to keep on thoroughly, when your mind is open, to keep on understanding more and more of the scriptures. The Greek language uses this word understanding, suni which comes from the Greek word suniemi, meaning to place or set something together. The idea that something else is set together with you. The idea being then what can be understood is what can come together with you or in you, you might say. And now you have the idea, we understand it. That is, the spiritual information or truth from God's word can come in you and you have an understanding of it. Luke 24, 45. Then he opened their understanding or literally he opened their mind that they might understand, that they would be understanding. That's the intention of the infinite, that they would be to understand scriptures. So again, the heart being thoroughly opened at this juncture, what it says, the new birth at this juncture, now from that point forward, we can understand God and God's spiritual things. 
God's kingdom things, you might say. But what was and is already put in the heart or the inner man has to be renewed. So there is a real reason why we need to renew the mind, as other Bible verses call it. Renewing the new man, like in knowledge, renewing the new man in knowledge is what Colossians 3.10 calls it. But to do this, we need to understand being dead to the old things of the world. 2 Corinthians 5.1 For the love of Christ constrains us, because we thus judge, that if one died for all, then we're all dead. We that are in Christ are all dead with him, but we must judge this to be true for us. We must believe it and judge this. In other words, receive that judgment in our hearts, or we must realize this truth in us. As it is stated here in this verse in 2 Corinthians in the fifth chapter, or you could say it this way, we must have the result of a spiritual view and having this kind of spiritual truth or knowledge in our views and utilizing the strength which comes from a divine word-developed conclusion, which really has the ability to place us on a higher plane of view, or an elevated perspective, or a divine perspective. This would be having spiritual insights, which in turn places us in focus with God and God's views. We must have a place of understanding, where what God says is true, we say it's true, and we have that truth in us, or come to a place of a conclusion or a spiritually determined view in us. This is what is meant in 2 Corinthians in the 5.1. It is what is meant by to judge or to have a divine judgment in our lives, and having these judgments inside of us, thus holding us in a fixed place to these divine truths in us by judgment or spiritual views, or you could say a spiritual rampart or barrier. We judge the fact that we are dead with Christ to be true for us, then we live then by our judgments or the things that we put in us or our conclusions from God's word. Or you could say divine views in our heart. As the nature of love can and will grow, so must our judgments from the truth. Dead with equals living with Jesus, not only in the coming future, but in our present lifestyle now. Hebrews 6.1 Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith toward God. Dead with Christ not only is an instant spiritual fact. We were sanctified, we are sanctified, and we're being sanctified. It's the same idea with the word holy, being made holy or having holiness. We instantly become holy, and then we produce holiness in the process. Dead with Christ not only is an instant spiritual fact, but it is speaking about there are things in life which we need to be dead towards. In this verse, we see another transforming revelation. To grow in Jesus, we need to have a true repentance. Not in believing to get or receive salvation, but in the renewing of a right view in our lives, which is to form and to establish a God focus in us, like Galatians 4.19 speaking about forming Christ in you. Repentance in this verse comes from the Greek word metanoeo, and this verb meaning to have an altered thought or an altered view or a changed thought, so as to be able to choose or have a choice based on it, a change of mind towards things. And here it is the area of darkness or the works which God calls dead works. We start our walk with God by being born again and being given and having his divine life inside of us, which is called the renewal of a right spirit by Psalm 51.10.
The new birth and our heart or spirit being cleansed also starts the renewing process of the inward man. But we have to repent and change our minds to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you would note Hebrews 6, 6, speaking about those who reject Jesus as Lord after maturing in their knowledge of salvation, you can see there is no place after this rejection to renew again to repentance. Hebrews 6, 6. If they shall fall away to renew them again to repentance, seeing that they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to open shame. The EBM text says, And having fallen away, it is impossible from the previous verse to renew again to repentance, crucifying to themselves the Son of God and making him an open shame. By all of these verses, we can see that dead, being dead, is a God intention so that the new creation person will focus or set their focus on God and God's things. In this set of verses in Colossians 3, 1-4, the next step is setting the process, the process of setting your focus. Colossians 3, 1-4, If ye then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Set your affections on the things above, not on the things on the earth. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then you shall appear with him in glory. To do this, first we must answer the question, are we dead with Christ? Then we start seeking the God things. If we're dead with Christ, then we start should we start seeking the God things, the above things, drawing a spiritual line which keeps us balanced or upon a focus, the resurrection things, you might say, the dead to and alive to things, if you have answered the question, yes, to be dead with Christ, then it is not just him, Lord and kingdom of God, but his things. We then must start the setting process. The word beneath the word setting comes from the Greek word uh, phroneta. Phroneta, the present imperative act of second person plural word from the Greek verb to have a view or an opinion. This word literally here is an imperative or a command. To keep on setting your views would be literal translation as on the inside, like you have a line. So kept setting your views as if there's a line, so there's right and wrong, or light or dark, or good or bad. And we set our views in God's side of the line. It is a focus strengthener. Every Christian must start this focus process. If God will be first, if Christ will have preeminence in all things, like Colossians 1.18 declares, the line is drawn then we place on its proper side or appropriate side of that line, which is called salvation line, raised and seated with Christ, light and darkness. Salvation stands between. To prepare to pray is to have a God focus.